Hello and welcome to Sumo Manichi. My name's Amy and I am alone in Melbourne again. Dave is out playing music as we speak, but never fear. I'm joined again tonight by Rob, who is in Japan, uh, watching the Sumo this week and talking about it with me, Rob. How are you? I am doing very well. Thank you uh, again for having me here. I'm, I'm glad to be back and be able to help while uh, Dave is off gallivanting and doing who knows what to to further his music career and get away from the sumo world, leaving us behind to to talk sumo. Oh, never. <laughs> He'll be back. He'll be back. But he is playing music right now. Uh, although I did get a picture from him earlier uh, watching the sumo on an iPad. Okay. Uh, or the show, and the band that they are touring with, um, the sound guy from that band, from that band, walked past and was like, "Oh, are you watching Sumo? I love Sumo!" Oh wow! So I think we might have a new fan to the podcast, which is uh, very fun. You never know who yeah. comes across Sumo and how they come across <laughs> it. It's always good to uh, make the community a little bit bigger. Absolutely. So Friday night Sumo, uh, yes, heaps of action today. We're going to get straight into it with uh, one of the fellows who's low down <laughs> on the Banzuke, but he's doing really well. He's a favourite of you and I. It's uh, Tsurugisho coming into today on 4 and 1. I'll tell you what, Tsurugisho, bottom of the Banzuke, top of our hearts. Yes. No doubt. <laughs> Perfect. What a guy. So Tsurugisho was up against Koto Shoho today. Uh, as you said, on the leaderboard, uh, Koto Shoho struggling a bit this Basho so far in week one. Um, mm-hmm. And the debt did not change today, unfortunately, for him, but fortunately for us Tsurugisho yeah. fans. Uh, <laughs> yeah. strong off the, the Tachiai, goes in to lock up Koto Shoho. Um, Koto Shoho dodges and tries to work back towards the uh, towards the bales. But uh, and to, to pull Tsurugisho down, but can get nothing done, nothing going. Tsurugisho is too quick, too hot, uh, too much in the Yusho race to deal with the likes of lowly Koto Shoho and takes the win, uh, putting Tsurugisho up there on five and one and poor old Koto Shoho struggling on two and four. You said in the Yusho race. I oh, yeah, of that. course he is. He might be. Everyone else is battling against him. <laughs> Day six. Of Aki Basho, we are definitely not calling it too early. Time Someone else, it. I think. My first timestamp. Timestamp it. <laughs> it's podcast time, two minutes, 58. <laughs> We've got it down. A Robert timestamp. <laughs> there we go. Someone else who I would love to be in the Yusho race. I don't know Uh-oh. yet. He's on the on the verge, but I am well in the vortex. It's Matakumi. He was up against Atami Fuji today. A bit of a, bit of a battle of the hearts. Mm. Uh, wouldn't you agree you're a fan of both these guys? Oh, right? absolutely. Yes, definitely. I love Mitakimi. So this was a great back and forth between the two. Very equal, very similar uh, body types. They locked up with Atami Fuji right on the Tawara. His uh, foot was braced. He was trying to stop himself going backwards, and he did. He, in fact, pushed Mitakimi forward, then tried the pull down. It didn't quite work. He tried it again. And he got Mitakumi down, but he was also balanced on the Tawara at the same time and stepped out. It was very, uh, very much the same time that these two things happened. So Omonui was called and they decided for a Torinaoshi. Now, I always like this because I feel like Sumo is the winner. 
it's Friday night. We need more sumo. <laughs> yeah, more and more and more, please. So, Omanoi, Torinaoshi, thank you. We get to see Mitaki, Mitaki Umi and Atami Fuji go around again. And wouldn't you know it, almost the same thing happens. It's another area of the toyo. But Mitaki Umi goes down, Atami Fuji steps out, and another Monoi mm-hmm. was called. I can't believe it happened in the same spot. <laughs> you could really see, I think, putting the, the two matches side by side that I think both Rikishi and I mean more it was more clear to me, especially with Mitakiyumi, that they had a strategy going into this to this match. Or maybe their their regular strategy, who knows? But but for example, you know, Mitakiyumi, it really looks like what he wanted to do was get low and get inside and stand Atami Fuji up because he was always trying to kind of push up and get his head and his shoulders in. And that's what mm. did him in and did him in and uh in the end on both of them with Atami Fuji slapping him down as, as he was coming forward. But yeah, it was just when you have a certain strategy and you go for it again, and then your opponent does the same thing again. We, yeah. we see these every once in a while. We get these rematches, don't we? Uh, where we see the exact same happen twice in a row and, and the exact same outcome. It's it's pretty entertaining. And you could see that uh, both of them were probably kind of bluffing each other and seeing, you know, who's going to be the guy that's going to change their tactic in the next match. And, and throw themselves out of their rhythm. Exactly. And I really liked seeing yeah. that. This time, Atami Fuji had balanced up on the Tawara and he'd managed to keep his heel mm-hmm. off the sand for that honestly split second, millisecond. And so he, uh, from the Monoe, was judged the winner. He was called the winner and it was upheld, Goomba Dori. Uh, so a win for Atami Fuji, which which puts him on the leaderboard with uh, Tsurikisho, as we've <laughs> mentioned. Uh, Atami Fuji scrapes in with this win on 5-1 and one, and Mitakumi is 4-2. and two. Someone else who's right up there is Kim Bozan and he mm-hmm. came up next against uh, Takara Fuji. I called this a lazy slap fest, <laughs> and I think you agreed with me. Well, I like your choice of words that he came up against Takara Fuji because I would say he just more rolled in casually to the dojo. Mm. <laughs> I was both reaching out for the belt. So Takara Fuji again going aggressive, but that let Kim Bozan get close. He got his arms around Takara Fuji. Mm-hmm. And after they just sort of waved at each other <laughs> for uh, 10 seconds or so, Kim Bozan then activated, lifted Takara Fuji up and out. So that keeps him on the leaderboard as well with the Tami Fuji and Tsurigisho on five and one and Takara Fuji three and three. All right. Next up, I would like to talk about Midori Fuji and Hokuseiho. Um, this wasn't so much a match that has much to do with the Yusho race. <laughs> <laughs> no, as, <laughs> but we like it. Exactly. As much as it was just a, just a fun match uh, to watch. It has to be... do with height differences. Exactly. Yes. That's what it was. The, the small man that is Midori Fuji. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, the tallest man in Makuchi right now, uh, Hokuseiho, facing off against each other. And it was a really interesting flow of events, the the way this one rolled out. Um, Midori Fuji came up off the Tachiai exactly like we see Abi, which I thought was kind of fun just to see such a one-to-one mm-hmm. comparison with both arms straight out into the neck. So my expectation at that moment is we're going to see him keep going with that technique and then just immediately reverses and gets onto the belt. It was a strange choice. 
Both were a strange choice, mm-hmm. right, to go straight up with the arms because mm-hmm. it wasn't really out in front of him exactly. for the neck. To get up to Hokuseho's neck, it's almost going straight up. And then he's like, no, this isn't working. I'll go for the belt. That's a tried and true tested technique. Yeah, I had, that's what I thought watching it live. And then looking back at the replay, because my, my, my initial thought was, oh, he wants to stand him up, get on the belt, and, and, and drive him back. But then watching it back, yeah, he could barely reach up to, to Hokuseho's head. There was no offense. It's like, he's standing straight up anyway. That's what Hokuseho does. He just stands up and reaches over you and gets the back of your belt. Mm-hmm. So I think you're right. He, he was just in that moment like, uh-oh, that was a bad idea. <laughs> but he did yeah. manage to get in on the belt. They locked up. Um, Midori Fuji had the uh, the shitatenagi, the underhand uh, grip with his right, and Hokuseho had the overhand grip with his left. So they were facing off who's going to get the throw, who's going to get the the leverage that they need to finish something off. They stood for a good, I would say, what, minute, almost minute and a half. They were just kind of frozen uh, trying to find a weak spot in each other's uh, defenses, a, a little attempt at a throw here and there. And then finally, right at the end, as they're just standing there, Midori Fuji goes in for the leg sweep. Now against Hokuseho, yep. we're going to say, well, that's not going to work. And you're right. It didn't, but it got Hokuseho just enough off balance that Midori Fuji could drive him uh, into his side and back over the bales. Uh, That gives Midori Fuji the win, uh, putting him at two and four and Hokuseho at two and four as well, both of them. Uh, So, yeah. Every so often, I think that the Kimarite should be given as the hero Mm. move Ah, of the bout. So here it was the leg sweep. So the Kimarite should be given as uh, Sodagake. Yeah, Yorikiri is <laughs> just no boring fun. Boring old Yorikiri at the end. Yeah, no, who cares no about fun. that? We saw the leg sweep. We know what he was trying to do. It's it's not Midori Fuji's good old patented katatsukashi, but give him the Sodogake. Why not? Yeah, <laughs> we want to see more Kimarite used and more interesting ones. We want them in the middle of the bout. I'm going to write a sternly worded letter right now. So, yeah, the win to Midori Fuji, very patient, and I loved his uh, work today. Next up, we had Ono Show and Kotoeko. Um, this was a fun one right off the bat because, and I think as you guys talked about the other day, it was that moment of there's a slap, there's a yep. returned slap, oh, <laughs> then there's another slap. Let's just start slapping each other. <laughs> Big old slaps right off the tachi eye. Uh, they got over it, though. They they forgave each other, and they gave each other a big old hug. They locked up on the belt. Um, and as Ono Show was driving Kotoeko back, Kotoeko was trying to find his footing against the Tawada to set up a defense. But Ono Show just lost his balance, overextended, drove in too hard. Kotoeko tried to veer off to the side to let Ono Show go down, but, man, he had a grip, and he wasn't going to let it go. Um, and he, he held on. Spectacle, this one. Yeah, he <laughs> held on all the way down. And I, you're gonna have to remind me who who won the match in the end because I know I got it backwards because I had to rewatch this I think three times because I kept Koto thinking Eko did. it was Kotoeko. Kotoeko, baby. I was so sure it was Ono Show, and I thought there'd at least be a mono e, but no, it's yeah, that's Kotoeko's win in the end, wasn't it? What did they? He just didn't let go of the belt on Osho and Kotoeko dragged him around as you said and eventually dragged him so far that he fell over and and Kotoeko did as well but he went down second and um yeah it was a it was a very strange bout this one we don't sort of see that 
sort of thing happen often. So Onosho with the uh, loss there, he is four and two, moves one off the pace, and Kotoeko, two and four. I really enjoyed this uh, bout between Gonoyama and Takayasu. This was one of the ones we were talking about last mm. night where they both come in on four and one. And today I didn't see any funny business from Gonoyama at that touchy eye. Did you see it? No, I didn't. I kept an eye out for it. There, there might have been just the slightest hint, I, I thought, but I'm looking at the replay now, maybe. But maybe I'm just getting into my own conspiracy theory a bit too I much. I don't think there's anything. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. We'll leave it alone for now. Yeah. So Gonoyama and Takeyasu straight at each other at the touchy eye. Takeyasu landed a huge shove mm. on Gonoyama's underarm with his right arm. I think he was surprised by how far Gonoyama flew away from him. It must have been such a strong push from Takeyasu. And then it was just a simple little shove out for another win by Takeyasu. Uh, he's five and one. Can you believe it? After that performance, yeah, he was really showing you show potential uh, sumo today. It was it was no, no, strong. we can't mention it. No, do not no, mention no. it. No. Ah, do I not mention ah. you show. Timestamp. You time stamp, Cut it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm editing that right out because we cannot even think of it. My no. eyes will never look at Takeyasu and you show in the same sentence at the moment. I I can't allow myself to. <laughs> It was a very, very good performance from a very, very good Rikishi. And who knows what will happen tomorrow. Good luck, Takayasu, who has a score. That is much better. Takayasu, five and one. Gonoyama, four and two. Hokuto Fuji came up against Takanosho. And I just want to mention this because after two losses, Hokuto Fuji finds a little bit of rhythm. Sure, it was against Takanosho, who is not in form, <laughs> but I want to give him props today because he was able to come back and pick up the win with the uh, throwdown and move to four and two. Did you enjoy this one? It was a good, solid win. And, yeah, I think you could see a bit of relief. He he had that little that little twirl at the end there, you know, as, as he sent yes. uh, Takanosho. Just a, bit, a jump. Yeah, just a whoo. Okay. Okay, we're all right. <laughs> we got this I love up. thinking about Hokuto Fuji doing a whoo. whoo. <laughs> Very oh, in character, I'm, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, good on him. So that's a win for him today. And next we moved into the Sanyaku. The Sanyaku always uh, comes up on you quick. And today it started off with Wakamoto Haru Tobizaru. Yeah, and this was an interesting match to say the least i i yep. have trouble with how to describe tobizaru's tachi eye and i have a very good friend who's who's in my fantasy sumo league and he said no matter if tobizaru wins or loses today you have to talk about his match because i love tobizaru and, and that's his that's his boy we love tobizaru in our fantasy league and i promised him i I'll would i'll be and the then... final call on that that's fantasy <laughs> league guy <laughs> Yeah, nah, but nah, we want to this, talk about Toby's area for sure. I saw this match and I just went, "Oh no!" <laughs> How do you describe what just happened there? He has, yeah. he does this. It's like an underleap. I don't know how to describe it. Is it an underleap? He kind yeah. of does a hop, but he tries to stay yeah. under his opponent, and he does it quite a bit. But like here, it did not connect at all. And he went off to the side. I think he was expecting Wakamoto Wakamoto Haru to come in a lot harder than he did, which is 
you know, our, our true tried and true mm. standard that is uh, old fashioned Wakamoto Haru. And he didn't, he was cautious, which I not surprised with the, the way he's been uh, trying to keep his performance uh, where it needs to be for another potential Ozeki run. But yeah, he didn't come in as hard as he did. And that just kind of threw Toby Zaru off. It threw Wakamoto Haru off. They just kind of wobbled around yeah. <laughs> at the at the veils. And Toby Zaru wanted to let Wakamoto Haru go over and out with his momentum. But Wakamoto Haru just managed to get a hand on the chest of Tobizaru at just the right moment to keep himself on the dohyo and and send Tobizaru out. So sorry to fantasy league friends. Yeda Wakamoto Haru. Uh but it's always of course a win for Sumo. Yes. Tobizaru <laughs> on 3 and 3 and Wakamoto Haru on 4 and 2. It was a good win for what Wakamoto Haru. I thought he well I thought he watched Tobizaru really well. So we see yeah. the smaller guys do this on occasion. So for me every time Tobizaru does this it's him leaning into his mm. smaller guy side mm. and I think he's so great because we see both sides from him so he can and does get on the belt yeah. you know he can and does go body to body yeah but then he can fly around the dojo he can go low mm-hmm. he can back off so quickly and so I guess that move was reminiscent of when it's taken to the extreme, Enho or uh, you know, Teratsuyoshi yeah, yeah, did it yeah. a lot as well. And Ura, Ura, when he goes low, he he can do this as well. He does that, and, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, and it works to varying degrees. But today the key, I think, was Wakamoto Haru watching him. Mm-hmm. And when people can win against Tobizaro, they know that he's going to do something. They never know what it is, but they watch him and they uh, they respond to him in a um, in a timely manner. And I think that's what Wakamoto Haru did today. I think it was really clever sumo from him. So as Absolutely. you said, about four and two for him. He's keeping himself just steady, steady as she goes for uh, Wakamoto Haru. Daisho was up next against Ura, and Daisho came out. In perfect Daesho fashion, pushing Everything and thrusting. We from Daesho. Exactly. It was typical Daesho. Took Ura to the bales, but then somehow did Ura prop himself against the bales? Or I think he went low and pushed back against Daesho's chest. He did what, what Ura does and just memed himself right out of the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he, but he got Daisho back first, and he, I think Daisho panicked and went for the pull. So mm-hmm. somehow, whatever Ura did, it worked, and it made Daisho very worried and and go for the pull. Yeah, it was it was a good recovery? I think that's one of the things that we haven't seen a lot of from Ura recently. That we saw just a bit of here when Daisho got Ura up on the bales was that that flexibility in Ura's back where you can just bend him pretty much straight over and he will not go out. And I yep. almost wonder if that's what made Daesho panic and go for the pull. Cause you, if when you go back and watch, you see him pushing, pushing Ura and that movie goes, Oh wait, that's right. I can't do that to Ura and go for the pull. But then yeah, Ura just took all that momentum and just sent it back in. And, you know, like I said, does what Ura does and just kind of spins and flies right off of the, of the dohyo. Fortunately for him, sending uh, 
Daesho first in, in this case, but yeah, it yeah, was Daesho not finding himself at all in this Basho. He's not able to consistently get wins, mm. not able to consistently do his style of sumo. He's two and four. Mm. I wonder if he's doubting himself. Um, after what happened last time around, just a few losses he didn't expect. Mm-hmm. Uh, all that pressure of the three of them going for Ozeki, him and yeah. uh, Wakamoto Haru failing, Hoshoryu succeeding. That was just such a great narrative and everyone was on board with that. We're going to have, you know, a million more Ozeki. It's going to be so great. Then he doesn't <laughs> get it. And I just wonder whether there's some self-doubt creeping in here with Daesho. But... We'll see in the coming days, I suppose. Hopefully he can come back from here. Kodnawaka came up against Nishikigi. More like it today from Kodnawaka. Straightforward Yurikiri with the uh, Morozashi. A great win from him. What you would expect to see in a Kodnawaka v Nishikigi bout, uh, unless you're talking about the last two basho. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, I play this down actually, but yeah, obviously you're right. Nishikigi has been in so much form that he's, he has overrun a lot of people you wouldn't have expected him to, but today uh, the the correct balance perhaps has been restored. Nishikigi losing to the Sanyaku, Tsurugi show, taking the U show. Everything is as it should be. Put another timestamp in. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you've you've used up all your timestamps. No, I did. Yep, I'm getting I'm getting timestamp highs, and I'm I'm getting overzealous (laughs) about it. And I'm I'm gonna leave the timestamps for for the next time. (laughs) Konowaka, he is four and two. Nishikigi, three and three. Next up, we had going into the Ozeki bouts. Tamawashi up against Takakesho. Poor old Tamawashi, Mm. looking for that first win. Takakesho. Oh, we wanted to see it today. Yes, of course we did. Who doesn't want to see it? But we also want to see Takakesho clear his Kadoban status and keep his Ozeki yeah, rank. True. And true, true. I'd hate to spoil it right off the bat, but that's exactly what we got. It was a great I bout from both Rikishi for sure. <laughs> I love the, oh, you want to talk about the the health risks of sumo. This is a perfect match to share with anybody uh, is a good example of of risk of concussion. That headbutt right off the basho, I, mm. you could hear that echoing through the TV clear as day. But yeah, something terrible is happening in both people's heads. Which, especially with the way Takakesho has been lately with the neck injuries, and he's he's been saying, you know, if I don't go in a hundred percent, what's my sumo? And you just get worried about what's going to happen with his health if he's going to be able to maintain yes. his status. But they both come in hard. Uh, Takakesho with his pushes, Tamawashi going in with his his Nodawa attacks. Both of them very high energy. But unfortunately, it was Tamawashi that wavered first. I think he has a yeah. very serious lack of confidence this Basho. He went for the pull. He thought he had Takakesho where he needed him to be to get the pull down. And he did not because Keisho was still at 100% and blasted him right over the bales to keep himself on the leaderboard. And one. More chance for Tamawashi to get that first win tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. Well, if he loses again tomorrow, he'll be on the road to Kachikoshi and he'll be on the longest Ooh. version 
of that road, we'll have to pack him a huge backpack full of everything he needs for the final number of days. All the rice balls and chanko that he needs. Exactly. We'll give him anything <laughs> he needs. Tamawashi, we're always here from for you. But uh, Takakesho, yeah, staying on the leaderboard there with five and one and his pushes looking very looking strong so today. Kirishima came up against Short Eye. Their head-to-head is 6'10", Short Eye's way. Fair enough. Bit weird. Short Eye, mm. he managed to deflect the Noroa from Kirishima and he went on the attack. Mm-hmm. It was looking positive for Short Eye, but Kirishima was very powerful today. He absorbed everything that came his way from Short Eye and used all that energy, used everything all the movement and the momentum he got from Short Eye moving back to turn and throw Short Eye down powerfully. It was the uh, Skuinage butless arm throw. I feel like I may need to come in and redact my statement from yesterday about Short Eye's <laughs> oh, yes. uh, uh, prowess on the on the bales. Uh, Kirishima getting him just there, and I thought that was going to be the moment where we were going to see. Uh, Shodai yeah, recover too. and maybe get some kind of reversal going, but Kirishima did not allow it um, and showed who the real Ozeki is. Uh, yes, that was that was a bit of a egg on my face per yesterday's comments, unfortunately. All right, well, another loss for Shodai. I'll say it. After two wins, it's okay. He's gone back to his uh, losing ways. <laughs> He's two and four. Uh, Kirishima. Four and two, also trying to rid himself of that uh, Kataban status and is doing very well so far. The final bout of the day, a cracker. Asaniyama versus Hoshoryu. We've been calling most bouts with Asaniyama and the Sanyaku and and another Ozeki, Ozeki battles. Like he is an Ozeki really at the moment and this felt like an ozeki battle to me no yeah and i i agree it's it's good to see hoshoryu in ozeki form in his debut performance it's good to see potential for a future return to ozeki for asano yamana i think we need a strong leadership pack you know we're, we're still looking for who's going to be our next uh, batch of of, of long running Ozeki and, and Yokozuna, and I think this match kind of felt like you know this is where we're going to be in the next you know year or two, and uh, if they can keep up this this strength and this performance, the technique, the hinkaku, as they as they like to refer to it on the Yokozuna Deliberation Council, they'd be good potential in both of their futures, I think, and it was just a nice classic bout of belt sumo and. Not much better than that on Friday Night Sumo. I agree. <laughs> Classic Friday Night Sumo. I did think, though, that Asaniyama might have been taken by surprise at the Tachiyo. Mm. He was down first. He'd been down for a while before Hoshoryu went, and Hoshoryu yeah. just flew off the Tachiyo. It was very quick. Yeah, because wasn't it this match where um, he didn't come down? Did he come down all the way? Did his fist touch the uh, dirt? I remember probably not. Yeah, I think this was coming up on the replay that there was a very late start from him. And I was worried initially what effect that, you know, that it was going to have. I thought there was going to be a a mata or, you know, a restart. And the fact that they didn't, I thought was was pretty surprising. But, you know, like you said, they both got into their rhythm. I think they both 
got a good position that they wanted. So it didn't seem like it had much of an effect overall. But Saniyama was very quick to respond. You're right. He, mm. uh, he slapped the right hand, even though I think he was taken by surprise. Mm. He slapped the right hand on the belt. Hoshoryu had the left. Asaniyama hauled Hoshoryu around to the bales. And from there, they went quickly into the double throw. I love mm-hmm. this when both guys are trying to throw each other down, and it's a matter often of milliseconds as to who goes down first. So close here and this time around it was a Saniyama that went down first great sumo from both absolutely yep. great way to end friday night sumo great Nothing work from hoshoryu he yes. pulled himself up on the bales too while he was throwing so you could see he was in the danger zone he was the one about to step out he was the one closer to the tuara and he mm. just stopped his body from moving he's so good at controlling his movement or today he was at least, <laughs> and great awareness of where he was and was able to put Asaniyama down. I, I really, really enjoyed this bout and I do think that Hoshoryu, yesterday we were saying that he was lucky, but mm. today he was skilled and, and he really came back and showed some pretty extreme skill against someone as uh, classy and as in form as Asaniyama. Saying he's in form, he's two and four at the moment, Asaniyama. Ooh. Wait a minute. <laughs> mm. Maybe we need to reevaluate this match a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I think he uh I think people are putting in everything against him. I think they know he's coming. I think they've watched tapes. I think they are respecting him to the utmost. I like that he's being put through his paces. I think it'll make him uh stronger in his comeback. Absolutely. Well, that's it. Where We'll have a look at the uh, leaderboard, I suppose. I am not on it right now. Yeah, I'm just going we got, to I got it right up in front of me here. Would you right. like me to walk through it? Yes, please. So we have sitting at 5-1, and one, Takakesho, Takayasu, Kinbozan, Atami Fuji, and Robert's Predicted You Show winner, Tsurugi Show, <laughs> uh, all going in with only one loss. No... Uh, perfect scores. Unfortunately, this Basho, we're not going to have the Zen show this time around, but we got a very interesting uh, leader pack. And looking at the matches for tomorrow, we have um, Atama Fuji is starting off against 3-3 three and three Kagayaki. They are 2-2 two and two against each other. Tsurugisho is up against Myogiru, who is at 4-2. and two. They're 3-4, and four. so that's going to be a really close match both yeah. of them performing well this basho a pretty yep. even record against each other uh kinbozan is up against hokuseho who Ooh, is not I on at the moment but kinbozan has never beaten hokuseho in makuchi uh it's four and zero hokuseho's way takayasu is taking on poor old midori fuji we have Takakesho up against Shodai. It is 15 to 6. Takakesho's yep. way. Shodai is at 2 and 4. So I think we have a pretty clear idea of what the leaderboard is going to look like for tomorrow. But if I say that now, it's going to be completely wrong. So <laughs> yeah. I'll leave way that to, one alone. Way to make sure that all of those guys lose now. Jinx it. <laughs> well, we'll be back with you. Uh, Dave and I will be back tomorrow for day seven of Aki Basho. But Rob, thank you so much for your Signing insights, off. your sumo knowledge, and your uh, joy, your vibe of sumo. It's been so fun <laughs> uh, talking sumo with you. And uh, goodbye. 
Thank you very much. I'm always happy to be here. Happy to be around with the Sumo Mainichi crowd. And I will talk to you guys again soon. Enjoy the rest of the Basho. Yeah, 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 okay.